Thanks for tuning in. Um, like we said, we're at episode nine, which is really weird because i never thought we'd make it this nine far. weeks in holy crap <laughs> which is crazy it's actually mind-blowing and i think we're finally getting into the groove yes, of things yes um we're going to be bringing up a topic that might be a little touchy for some people mm-hmm. but remember this is just our opinion it doesn't speak or devalid is that a word devalidate invalidate <laughs> <laughs> we talked about our <laughs> invalidate any of your opinions and any of your perspectives or beliefs just remember there's just two girls just talking about shit shooting the shit about things um so today's topic we will be getting naked about toxic wedding culture um and i wanted to bring up this topic because i came across this instagram post of a girl we now know is on the Forbes 30, <laughs> 30 list. I did not know who she is. I just came across it in my Explore feed. But it seems to be a challenge that I think is uh, popular on TikTok, but I have been seeing it on Instagram. So basically, some of you have may have seen it. It starts off with a girl kneeling on the ground and her boyfriend's back is face to her and he'll turn around and she'll signal for him to get down on his knees as well and then she'll stand up at the last minute leaving him in the proposal one knee position and i'm sure some of you are familiar with it some people use like lizzo's i forgot what song it's called but lizzo's song in the background and um now the challenge in itself how i'm describing it sounds very like innocent but <laughs> said Instagrammer posted a caption along with that video that kind of made my head tilt mm-hmm. and get really confused as to why she would post it. Kind of like her intention, um, I guess. Like was her Yeah, intent? the intention behind it. And I've I've noticed that a lot of the people that follow her kind of question it as well. But so along with that video, her caption goes, um, this, this just happened, happened with a smiley face. Had to try out this trending video while getting ready for dinner. Especially since I get questions every day why we aren't married after being together for 14 years. <laughs> Which I don't know if you're like us, but sometimes I read into captions and you kind of think, what did you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) And I just almost felt the heat from that caption. (laughs) And I felt bad for the guy. guy. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And just like, oh my God, this guy is fully in the video. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows who he is. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of calling him out in that caption. Yikes. Which, yeah, is kind of a yikes moment. But yeah, that's why I wanted to bring up this topic because I've been finding more and more, not even extravagant, but toxic wedding mentality or toxic proposal mentality Mm -hmm. on Instagram because everybody is becoming far more grand in their wedding plans and their proposal plans, etc. That it seems to be becoming the norm or the standard Mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, that's why like I... I don't want to get married because I think it's so commercial. <laughs> Honestly, it's so commercial. 
and her future guy out there she does not want to get married and, do not try to trap her and i don't know <laughs> if that's like appealing to a guy or not like i'm not sure but mm. whatever i just it's commercial i think i'd rather spend my money on other mm-hmm. things Mm-hmm. But that's me not having, not being in a long-term relationship, being single. But you, you having been in a long-term relationship and being married. Yes. Like, what do you, what do you think? Like, I, cause I, I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, hold on. Before I answer that, but do you find that you're like, nah, because of like the perception of marriage? Like how you see it visually? I just, or. Well, I, I think it's commercial. I think it's just like, mm-hmm. it's a business, right? At the end of the day, it's a business yeah. and we buy yes. into it. Like we fall for it. Yep. But yep. even when I was in a long-term relationship, I would constantly tell my ex, like, I don't want to, mo- I, like, I don't, I don't need a wedding. I don't need to get married because to mm-hmm. me, the people that actually matter to us know. They know. Yeah. They know how much we mean to how each other. So yeah. who am I doing the wedding for? Is it really for yes. me or is it to show off for other people? So that's yes. why. Yeah. I'm just, I don't really believe in it, to be honest. Like Totally. But. No, and I I feel the same way. And again, some people might get offended. And for people that know how we got married, might think I'm being hypocritical, mm. which, you know what? I kind of am because at the <laughs> end of the day, in hindsight, I learned a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, from going through it. Um, but I will say that there is um, a level of performing that is done i agree whether it's conscious or subconscious Mm -hmm. it it does happen when you really think about it and after all is said and done when you're looking back at photos and how do i want to say this when you're looking back at photos and you're like oh my god that cake was so beautiful (laughs) or etc etc and it doesn't probe the reminiscing of how much how much love you felt that day yeah. or um well yeah mainly love that's kind of what the whole point yeah, is yeah i feel like if we went if we took away the superficial commercial aspect of a wedding mm-hmm. what is a wedding it's a it's a day in my opinion it would be a day mm-hmm. to celebrate the mm-hmm. love between two people right so you'd yep. in my mind I don't think that needs to be one particular day. It should be all the time, but okay. If we're going to pick a day to, Mm -hmm. I don't know, mark, I don't know. How do you even want to say this? Like to, to. (laughs) It's weird, right? Because you're like, what, put a stamp on our love? Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even know how I would define (laughs) that, but, but I would have, regardless, I would say it's a day that you'd get together with close loved ones mm-hmm. to celebrate mm-hmm. the love between two people that means something yes. to you. Yeah. Yeah. But I find now it's like you invite everyone and their dog to your wedding <laughs> yeah. for a 500 person wedding. Like, have you seen this Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. That wedding. Okay. Me and Kevin laugh at that <laughs> wedding all the time and we're like, okay, I get it. It's a movie. Like, they're over exaggerating and it's supposed to be the wedding of the century okay but like if i had money or not (laughs) what the fuck like i why i just i don't get it personally i don't get it because the people that love me and are close to me know yeah my love for this person why do i have to who okay here's the question who are you doing doing it for for? in a world yes of social media are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it to show the world for the photos are you Mm -hmm. doing it for 
the way it looks visually, etc., cetera, etc. Right. I agree, and that's why that's why some people might think I'm being hypocritical by saying what I'm saying. But I will explain mm-hmm. kind of the backing to why we decided to get married the way we did. But I do agree yes that there is a level of performing that needs to be done because when you go through the motions of wedding planning and you're being so meticulous about what flowers you're having Mm -hmm. and how the girl's hair is and etc etc that has nothing to do with the actual intention of the day right those are obviously extra details that you are privileged enough to be able to choose but and decide on. It's superficial at the end of the day. Yes, but they're not like the core the core value of the entire day, right. which is why I am going to say, funny enough, um, so we got married in Italy. Um, there are obviously um, like legal paperwork and stuff like that that goes on if you're getting married abroad etc we didn't go through any of that so what we had was a symbolic ceremony Mm -hmm. um so nothing legally bounding so we left italy being married in everybody's mind (laughs) but not actually on paper paper. (laughs) (laughs) so if i died before we head back he's still just my boyfriend he's (laughs) not my husband that being said we got married afterwards um legally and funny enough right after the ceremony kevin turns to me and he goes did that feel more like a wedding than our wedding felt like to you and i was like yeah weirdly enough it felt more like a a legal well it is it's a legal binding marriage but it felt more real i don't know what it was right i guess because it was i don't know if it was because we're very reserved people and being in front of everybody at our wedding day didn't feel like it was about us anymore mm-hmm. everybody's eyes are on you mm-hmm. so you're not it's almost like an out-of-body experience because you don't feel like it's for you so that when we had our legal wedding it was just us and it was literally just standing there just us and i am gonna say it in in a sense of sometimes that's just the way to do it if you really want to get married and having gone through the planning process and how like i'm not gonna say traumatic because that sounds very extreme (laughs) (laughs) but how like intense and anxiety provoking provoking it was Mm. because there's so many details that you're just like at the end of the day you're like these are not even necessary i have to say though like the night before the wedding you were just so calm like I can't even I was sitting there and I was like how is she as calm as she is right now like I'd probably be I know, freaking people out people were saying that to me too and I was like I don't even remember you were just so chill and you were like drawing that um like for your rings on that piece of oh yeah, yes yes you're yes. feeling that out and I was just sitting there like dead tired because it was so late already and I was like how is this yeah. girl still awake and we gotta be up so early tomorrow I was like I'm going to bed but you were just chill like you you just yeah you didn't look stressed at all, to be honest. Which was, and even the morning of, I was calm. And like for the first time in my life, even my sister said it, after I was done getting ready, she's like, wow, for the first time in your life, you're an hour early. <laughs> like you, You're ready to go. And I'm like, I know. And I was weirdly calm. And I don't know if that's a testament to like our relationship, I guess, mm. or like, I really don't know. But yeah. I was very calm and I think 
because I came to the realization at the end of the day, there is no point in me fussing over shit. We're already here. Yeah. <laughs> we already made it to this point. We're here. And like, that's the thing about stuff like this. Like, you can't control a lot of it. And so why are no. you going to waste your day being angry about something that you have no control over? Yes. Just enjoy mm-hmm. the core of what a wedding is. And it's to celebrate yeah. two people's love for each Check other. Take it all in. And... I will say, I think the other thing that really helped was having people around me that I actually wanted around me. Mm. I didn't have an entourage of 15 people, right. half of whom I don't even want in my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always hear about these, like, bridal parties where there's, like, fights and, like, cattiness. And it's like, why? It's not even about you. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. I didn't, there was no need for it either because, like, I didn't really make anything too complicated. <laughs> I wasn't like, well, I, like, I got your guys' dress. I said, just find nude heels. Yep. We'll get you some, like, this is the type of earrings. There's a makeup artist here. Yep. And a hair, hair stylist. But, like, I hear these stories about shit that goes down, like, being in bridal parties. And I am so blessed to have never experienced it yet actually I, I don't think ever i'm gonna take some credit Have for you? elaine and i <laughs> we're just, <laughs> we're also not the type of people to be like you know yes. freaking out okay, about stuff see, like that's that true. i just this is true <laughs> but that's what i mean like i chose people and there i surround myself with people mm-hmm. that i don't think would have done that do you think... and i think maybe that makes you guess like who am i picking from yeah. my bridal yeah, party definitely it's a big decision right yeah do you think there was certain people that were maybe like a little butthurt that you didn't ask them to be part of because this is also part of like this wedding culture that there needs to be oh true this many people in an entourage right but you only chose you chose two bridesmaids and a maid of honor and a matron of honor right so you kept it intimate but do you think there was this is just curiosity (sighs) to be honest like (laughs) honestly I'm trying to think because of the circumstance we were in, we moved away. So I feel like there's a lot of ties that maybe had we stayed in Winnipeg, I would feel more pressured to mm-hmm. or feel maybe pressure is not the word, but feel obligated mm-hmm. to. Um, but hurt, I will never know because I mean, if you were butt hurt, you could definitely talk to me about it. But nobody ever said anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're but hurt about not being a bridesmaid you should probably check on why you feel so entitled <laughs> to be one i'm just saying like what why i don't know i'm just like what also why would you feel so like inclined to be somebody's bridesmaid or offended even yeah to not be chosen like mm-hmm. it's not about you <laughs> Exactly. In your words, it's I not know. about you. <laughs> oh, so but good. that is a good point. That does happen. Yeah, where people it does. get offended. It does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So if you're out there, somebody, anybody, and you were offended about being not being a bridesmaid, probably should check maybe the friendship you had with that person and really think about what it was. I'm trying so or hard not to mention someone. <laughs> You probably you know. can though. We can bleep it out. That's totally you fine. You probably know, but if I if I say the scenario, it's oh, yeah, gonna give it away. But in hindsight, I mean, all of us were like, "Say what?" <laughs> I mean, 
it, there are there's it's all truth what we're saying this though. is true like, at the end of the day i'm just stating facts <laughs> at the end of the day why why do you feel so entitled that you should be part of this person's day very true there are so many very people true. in pe- other people's lives yep. that maybe you don't know about their relationship mm-hmm. so i mean it's kind of weird but that is a good point yeah, I didn't even actually think about that, like bridal parties and all like the weird shit that happens. Yeah, Ugh. I was like focused on the fucking proposals, like the grand fantasy right. proposal. That's another thing, which seems to be the standard now. And again, not jocking on anybody who has that one. You have the means to do it. That's amazing. Don't go into debt to correct, try and propose correct. to somebody. And like <laughs> for those hopeless romantics. Like, they've always been the type of people to want to do these grand gestures. Yeah. Right? And that's okay. But not everyone's like that. And I don't feel it's fair that women expect all men to perform in such a way. Yep. Because some guys may just be simple. And that's okay. What the point of it is, is that he's asking you to spend the rest of his life with you. regardless. that's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. Regardless (laughs) of how he does it. At the end of the day, it's the same yep. question. Will you marry me? Yep. Will you spend the rest yep. of your life with me? And isn't that what matters? It's very true. Which is, again, what makes it toxic, right? Because the girl's going to get mad that the guy didn't perform mm-hmm. in such a way or to her expectations, and then what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To it's not, fill it's in not fair, to the story that you've already created in your head. Which is fairy tale. Right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, did you create that story in your head with that guy in it? Or did you just create that story in your head with just right a guy proposing right. to you? Because, like, at the end of the day, know your if man. that's not how your guy mm-hmm. is, why would you expect exactly. that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's unfair. Right? And that, honestly, I I fell victim to that mentality. Um, and I had to go, like, back and forth with myself. Like, why are you upset? Or why do you even feel this way? That feels so weird. Because, yeah. like, in standards of, like, Instagram... Ours was very simple, but it was also very intimate. And it was also, honestly, knowing me and knowing him, the only way it could have happened. I'm a very, like, intuitive person that if he had tried to hide it, I would know something was going to happen. Because of his behavior. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're new here, I explained it in one of our past episodes um, that my husband proposed to me as I woke up. Mm from a nap um however we were in florence Mm -hmm. in italy which is where i did say i wanted to get proposed to and he proposed to me and he asked me and it when i think about it it was the only way it could have happened because a i definitely would have found the ring while traveling on vacation Mm -hmm. he didn't bring it with him and also he may be privy to losing that ring (laughs) on the way to italy let's be fucking honest (laughs) So, um, he saved himself there. And also third, I'm also not, he knew that he wasn't going to propose to me in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. I'm, I, I feel so weird about those things. And I think that was the only moment he could have done it. He even did it on a whim. We were there on the trip. It was our last day before we left Florence. And he told me like, you were taking a nap. And I was like, I, I have to ask her to marry me now. Like, this is, this like is I it. I have to do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that, and you think about guys proposing, 
when a guy has the idea that he has to, he wants to propose to the girl shouldn't he just do it at that moment instead of waiting so that he could plan a proposal that he could have just done in the moment yeah that's why you see sometimes that people will propose and then they'll put like a wire around their finger mm-hmm. or like they'll just do some yeah. makeshift ring yeah. and like that yep. I would actually not mind that if a guy were to propose because it was like this is it like it just feels this right moment. this is the moment I'm gonna do it ring yep. or not you can get the mm-hmm. ring after like whatever yep but it's it's not always about like how big the rock is or what you have at the mm-hmm. time of proposal because again those big grand gestures who are you doing that for yourself mm-hmm. or to show other people that oh look my man did this for me mm-hmm. and again that's like the toxic culture it of is. making you believe that how he performs for you is showing how much he loves exactly. you how much he spends on the ring is how much he loves you and it's you. not it's not and because you should know by now exactly. how much the person loves you You shouldn't be marrying the person if you don't actually know how if much you they don't love know you. exactly if this is the moment he's supposed to profess the most love like, like what what again i don't know you know whatever your prerogative is which is i'm just saying yeah, which is why i don't really believe in marriage because i feel like mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to leave it to one day or getting married to show, like, if I love you, I love you. Yeah. And everyone around us that's close to us will know that. Knows. So yeah. who... I agree. Who am I doing it for? Really, if you if you take a step mm-hmm. back and ask yourself, who am I doing this for? If you really, like, pick it apart, most of you will probably realize that you're not really doing it for yourself and your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or wife. This is very true. And that's why I'm saying, like, doing this topic is really interesting because I did get married and I had, I wouldn't say I had the wedding of my dreams. I had the wedding we wanted, mm-hmm. the wedding we could afford. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and the wedding that had the core value that we wanted are like the day we got engaged or the night we got engaged. Um, we had called our family, whatever, told them. And then we just sat there and we thought about our wedding because we were originally from Winnipeg, we moved to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And we had thought in a very strategic way and a financial way. What can we afford? Well, we can't afford a 400 plus person wedding. Correct. We know that for sure. And we knew that that was going to happen had we got married in Winnipeg or Toronto. So this is a tip for some people and this is just an honest tip. You want to cut down your guest list? Make it a it destination wedding. Yeah, make it a destination wedding. And we picked probably one of the not so easy winnipeg destinations to get to (laughs) or cheapest destinations to get to so obviously there was a limited amount of people that could go but our core reason for getting married is that we wanted our families and our friends that were closest to us to have to go on a trip to go on a vacation Mm -hmm. and it was really cool to be in another country together with everybody and everybody was coming on different on different ends of their trips like whether they were ending it off at our wedding or starting and it was just really cool to be in like such high spirits with everybody like the wedding was a great time but everybody was happy they were on vacation like almost everybody the... was happy almost everybody. 
Sorry, I just had to <laughs> slip that in there. This is true. I mean, it's not really a wedding if there isn't trauma. Correct. That is true. That is true. So that was like one of our rites of passage <laughs> that there was drama. <laughs> one of our, what is that? Um, What is it called? Like the something old, something bar. What are they called? Oh, There's yeah. Like, a term for them it's like a token like a yeah, wedding token yeah token's a good word yeah <laughs> so that makes sense that <laughs> happened for a reason <laughs> but yeah like that was our core thing we wanted to take our family on a trip yeah um my parents had never been to europe before my dad had always talked about wanting to go to europe and like yeah, they see, had a that's great so time good that's what like yeah, i made out it, of it i was like great this is just another excuse for me to go to europe and check yeah. out more countries exactly and that's how some of my girlfriends too from toronto they were i didn't i honest we honestly were very very shocked about the people that came because we honestly were just expecting our two families if anything mm-hmm. and then we ended up having a pretty decent amount of people yeah there was a good turnout the honestly there was a yeah. good turnout yeah so yeah. again that also shows like you could get married anywhere in the world and in any which way yeah and the people that love you and support you will love we'll you and support you, up. whether it's the, yeah, whether it's their present or in spirit. So, don't let the wedding industry delegate how your wedding should be. Mm-hmm. Just do what works for you at the end of the day, and like be honest, like you said, who are you doing it for? Be honest yes. about your wedding planning, and it's okay if you're like, no, I want this. But just know that you want that. Exactly. And that you're not doing it for somebody else. Yeah. So don't take offense. Like, I honestly, when I listen to our podcast, and I, <laughs> I'm going to keep this in here, but I don't see a need for anybody to be offended by anything we're saying because we always come into our podcast telling you that if that really is your truth, there's nothing wrong exactly. with it. Exactly. Just ensure that that is your truth yep. and that you're not doing it for anybody else. Mm-hmm. If you... And your husband are the type of people that you want to throw the greatest party of all time for your friends and family. That's amazing. That's something you're doing for people. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that there is a toxic wedding industry out there telling you what the standard is Mm -hmm. for what a marriage should look like. Right? Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. And so, like, the key message for that is just know who you're doing it for. Yeah. That's all that we're saying. Know you guys. Know know what you who you are yeah. as a couple and and what you Yeah, what you I guess embody as a couple. Yeah. Like I've been to some really grand weddings and you're kind of like who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like I would never have pictured you being like this. Right. You know what I mean? And it I don't know, it's kind of telling of yeah, the performing that you have to do at a wedding sometimes mm-hmm. that does put people in a weird position and you end up thinking about everybody else instead of yourself when the day is really about you. Yes, exactly. So, you know, don't get blinded by that. Ooh, wedding planning. I am going to say <laughs> one thing about wedding planning. And I really think that the core of the wedding planning should always be done between the two of you. You and your husband? I. Or you and your, mm-hmm. like, partner? <clears throat> you and your partner. The core of it. The idea of what the wedding should look like. What it should be. I know that some guys aren't or don't have a knack for picking colors and caring about what kind of cake and et cetera, et cetera. But, like, the idea of the wedding should always come from the two of you. And I say this because planning a wedding is 
a trial you will never get anywhere else in any aspect of your relationship because because of the toxic wedding culture Mm -hmm. and because of the saying that true colors come out Mm. during weddings and it, it is very true there's a lot of things that come out in a couple with each other that maybe you never noticed were there or they will amplify like this is a funny one like i never knew that my husband really cared about what he wore until our wedding <laughs> and he looked good i really liked <laughs> and he looked too. Great. yeah he looked great yeah but i was just like wow <laughs> like here i am like buying my wedding shoes two weeks before our wedding mm-hmm. and it came just on time and like my jewelry i bought last minute the earrings i bought my sister got like a week before we left for italy yeah. but i was just like very not sh- not shocked in a bad way i was just like wow this is interesting and like he was the one who picked out the flower girl dress oh again wow. not something i ever thought about <laughs> but it's it's those things that you are very interesting that come to surface that in any other aspect of your relationship you may not have ever come to that point mm-hmm. that's obviously the better parts of it but you will also find some situations you might have in like guest list moments mm. when certain people maybe parents feel it's necessary you invite somebody that doesn't even know your fiance's name yes um and that is a battle that is very specific to the couple but i think feel as though you may encounter that and it gets really difficult (laughs) and that at the end of the day you and your partner should be able to back each other up when it comes to that as well so just be prepared for be prepared about all the things that will arise and arguments that might happen and then remember sandy saying who are you doing it for? <laughs> oh, because genuinely, at the end of the day, when all is said and done, and you're planning all these things, and you're fighting over colors, and you're fighting over groomsmen, who are you really doing it for? Mm-hmm. You know, that groomsman p- pissing you off? Well, they can be fired. They don't need to be your groomsmen. Exactly. It's that easy. And sometimes you pick groomsmen, and it falls apart, and they're a dick anyway. <laughs> So, so it doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they were going to be a dick no matter what. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Another thing that I found really interesting because I have recently followed a YouTube couple and they brought this up about talking about um, bachelor parties, not really bachelorette parties, mostly bachelor parties and how vulgar some bachelor parties become and the need for it to be this sending off like as if now you have to be monogamous yeah it's like it doesn't make any sense it's like you should have been loyal and faithful to begin with like yeah and that's what i mean i just that's such a that's another toxic culture around correct and then there's the you know the single ladies dance like if i don't got a (laughs) ring on my finger i'm still technically single and it's like you guys have made a commitment to each other yeah you're you already made the commitment commitment. (laughs) what does a ring have to do with anything like there's just because you're married now doesn't mean that you 
or just because you don't have a ring on your finger and because you're not married doesn't give you the right the to pass. be yeah a cheating unfaithful yeah. fucking loser right like yeah and that's what i mean like going to the clubs out here and you see or you encounter bachelor parties mm. and you don't realize oh shit that's the groom that's like out there flirting and making out with Kay. said girlfriend over there. Okay, but I have a story from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the girl, okay? So this is a guy friend of mine who is telling me a story about being, I don't know, fuck, somewhere. Say Central America, I think it was. And they were there for Ooh. whatever. But he had met this girl and they were on their way back to his room when her friends were following her. And he's just like what the fuck is going on? Like, your friends are crazy. Like, why are they following? And so they're yeah. calling this girl, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then they say, she's engaged. This is her bachelorette party. And she was on her oh. way to go fuck him. So here's My the thing. God. It's not just men. Like, It's not just men. No, you're right. You're it's, right. It's very true. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's just that idea behind it. Like, today is your, like, your past. Your one pass day, like that. No, it doesn't, doesn't work that that's way. That's not how it works, guys. It's <laughs> really not how it works. <laughs> Once you fuck somebody, that kind of lingers forever. Yep. You don't just. It's not a pa like. Maybe that's another topic of discussion, but I found that very interesting. Because I don't get the mentality around yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. It's. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much our episode. I think so, yeah. Not bad, not about bad. Some pretty good stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just remember, at the end of the day, in Sandy's words, who is it for? <laughs> Do it for you. <laughs> Do it for you. And if, if, you know, that, if that smoke machine <laughs> while you're dancing your first dance having fucking ballet dancers dancing around you and a harpist that string quartet if, if that is your jam do you man yeah. do you just make sure that it's you that you're doing it for yes at the end of the day your instagram photos don't matter no one cares honey <laughs> the symmetry of your bridal party in your photo does not matter and that is another thing that i'm very happy about with our wedding photos that i also had to fight the mentality of when i was looking at the pictures i was like oh if only this person stood this way and da 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 da, -da. Yeah. and then i had to sit there and i looked through the, our photos and i was like these are great these are like not posed very yeah. natural we didn't have to stand there and like do the fake okay, laughs so, and <laughs> do the fake laugh or like hold your bouquet in the air and yeah. like laugh yeah. like sorry no shot no actually you know what shots out to people that have that kind of photo the symmetry in your fucking photo doesn't matter <laughs> it's not okay? authentic i would rather have <laughs> candid photos yes. Yes. <laughs> that we can laugh at because they're ugly yes. and stupid and yes. you're like what is happening in this photo those are yes. memories. Those. Yes. That's what I'd rather have. Definitely. It's true. And that is what I'd rather have. And I'm going to stop apologizing mm -hmm. for it because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we believe. And you are very 
welcome to disagree feed into the wedding industry and that's totally fine Mm -hmm. and really love to have those photos because that's just the type of person you are at the end of the day that's who you are but um yeah just remember to not lose your shit over those minuscule details that really at the end of the day don't actually matter yeah and just like a tip and i will plug myself I'll, i'll do a shameless plug if you ever need a perfect photo it's called adobe (laughs) (laughs) you just go in there and you edit the shit out of it and you're fine you'd be very surprised if you need a wedding photo editor hit me up (laughs) naked tongues podcast (laughs) on instagram and i will hook you up i have done things like like change people's wedding dress color i changed i changed like a dress from a full sleeve to a strapless i've done these things i've changed hairstyles there you go so guys when you are super finicky about and stressing about all those little details of things if you're worried about an instagram photo it can be edited everyone edits their shit anyway yes (laughs) enjoy your day make sure you're present that's what's important yeah and i hope you guys got a little bit of insight if you are on your way to be getting to be married or if you're on the verge of planning or if you're in a long-term relationship or if you're just somebody who's fantasizing about wedding (laughs) about a wedding this might be the podcast that might maybe ground you a little bit yeah um and again i'm speaking in hindsight i'm not being a hypocrite i just learn from the situation yeah that's all i'm saying but we hope you enjoyed this little chit chat we had about the toxic wedding industry Mm -hmm. yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening to us vent about certain things that have been (laughs) on our mind (laughs) thanks for coming back (laughs) yeah thanks for coming back to week nine but we'll hopefully see you guys next week hopefully you haven't dropped because you hated this episode (laughs) (laughs) i took offense to it (laughs) but uh tune in next week and see what other things we talk about. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.